Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that tries to help you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. I'm so excited to be able to hang out with you today. Um, Man, it has been such an awesome week hearing from you guys. I know many of you guys uh, have been receiving your uh, official Dirty Devotional merchandise um, that we put up a couple weeks ago. I hope you're loving it. Um, Listen, post pictures of it. Let me see it so I can share it. Um, It's so cool. Personally, my uh, dirty family black hoodie uh, is a favorite, y'all. It's got so much swag. It's unbelievable. I I was uh, posting out all over the place a couple weeks ago when I got it. Um, And if you haven't ordered it yet, listen, you can go to the website, dirtydevotionals.com. At the top, you can click the tab merchandise, check it out. Uh, Listen, it's just a cool thing we do uh, to be able to rock, um, let people know you're a part of the dirty family. But all of those that have bought, Baltimore. Thank you so much for that. It means seriously means the world to me. Um, y'all, today we're going to continue uh, our devotional uh, in the book of 1 Samuel. And so last time we kicked this off, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 1, talking about these two characters, Eli, who's a priest, and Hannah, who was barren. And basically what we talked about last time was how Hannah, this woman, um, this barren woman who at that time would have been viewed as basically worthless because um, a woman's job was to be able to provide for the family, uh, to, to grow the family and provide kids. Uh, this, this barren woman is heard by God and God honors her over Eli the priest. It's a beautiful thing um, that we see scripture do. And today I want to talk about it, um, specifically 1 Samuel chapter 2. Because I'm going to make fun of something, and then I want to talk about something that's going to be, uh, I believe, very helpful for all of us today. And that is, I'm going to make fun of baby dedications. So I've been in church world for a good bit now. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up in church, but I've been a part of church since I was about 17 years old, and so I've had about 15 years in in the church world. And one of the things that cracks me up is baby dedications, y'all. And if you're listening to this and you have a kid and you dedicated your child. Listen, it's awesome, but I'm I'm going to tell you why I'm going to make fun of it. Is because baby dedications is rooted um out of 1 Samuel chapter 2. Um and when parents, I believe if parents really understood what it meant to dedicate your baby to the Lord, uh, none of, none of y'all would have done it. Because when you think baby dedication, you think I take me and my kid go up to the front of the church, pastor prays for us and it's like we're making a promise to raise our kids in the Lord. Listen, you you shouldn't have to go on stage to make that promise, first off. That should be something you do uh, simply because of your belief system, not because you went on stage in front of people and promised it. Um, and trust me, I've seen plenty of people go on stage and make that promise. And a lot of the times the people that went up on stage to make that promise only did it because family members pressured them to do that. And so listen, if that's you and you're thinking about doing it because someone's pressuring you to do it, don't do it. The second reason you shouldn't do it is because of what it's based off of. So Hannah tells, basically begs God and says, God, if you give me a son, um, I will give him to you. Um, you know, I'll dedicate his life to you. And Hannah gets pregnant, pregnant, and she has a son and names the son Samuel. Um, 
And well, no surprise, that's what this book is named after. Um, but Samuel uh, basically has been promised to God now. And Hannah's made this promise. And so what happens is Hannah gives birth to Samuel. And once Samuel is no longer taking breast milk, breastfeeding, um, the Bible says weaned, um, is no longer like uh, breastfeeding off Hannah. Uh, Hannah takes Samuel to the temple and drops him off and basically gives him away. And the only time Hannah or Hannah's husband would see Samuel is when they visited the temple. So I think it's funny that when we talk about baby dedications, like Hannah literally gave Samuel away to be raised in the temple for the rest of his life, dedicated to God, very rarely got to see him. And I know many, many parents would be like, that sounds cultish. That sounds crazy. There's no way in Hades I'm dedicating my baby to the Lord if that's what it is. But that is what all of our baby dedications are based off of today. So I think it's hilarious. And I bet you probably didn't know that. So now you know. Um, and one day a pastor is going to come and he's going to come claim your baby. I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. And if he does, that's weird. Don't listen to it. But I want to talk a little bit about this because Hannah makes this promise to God. Uh, God honors it and gives her this child. And Hannah honors the promise and gives Samuel to God and says, and allows Samuel to be raised um, as, as, a, as a man of the Lord. Um, serving in the temple and eventually becomes a prophet of God, this huge, huge, important role in the Old Testament where uh, prophets would speak God's truth to the people. And so Hannah honors this. Hannah receives this blessing. So I want to I wanna really take a second because I think it's important we understand this, that Hannah has never had a child. Her value with her husband in this time is determined by her ability to provide children. And she takes her first child that God gives her and gives it away. Now, if we really sit there and appreciate that for a second, this is like a pretty big decision. Like it would be difficult for me and I'm sure for many of you to not go back on this and think, all right, God, thank you so much. I am going to raise this child for God, but I'm not giving him away to the temple forever. But Hannah does this. Hannah gives Samuel up to the Lord um, to be raised in the temple. And what we find out is that Hannah in her life, eventually God honors that. And she ends up having six total children, um, which is phenomenal. It's a really cool thing. And somebody had taught me this once, and I I think it was really important for us to talk about it today, is, is they said this. They said, the first gift is always a test. The first gift is always a test. And the question I have to ask, I believe God asks, and we have to ask ourselves, is what am I going to do with the gift? Because a lot of times we will pray for things and we will ask God to open doors in our lives um, so that, you know, we want more money so that we can be more diligent and be, have financial security and, and to grow a better future for our family. Um, we pray for that job promotion so that uh, we can spend less time at work because it's going to allow us to be able to delegate more people. Um, we pray for all, you know, God, if you give me this guy or you give me this girl, um, you know, then I'm going to like, it's going to be so much better for me. I'm going to really be able to focus. I'm not going to be missing something in my life. And what happens is these things happen. We get these gifts. And what I've learned in my life, and I believe is true, is that first gift is always a test. And what's going to happen is how we choose to handle that gift is going to determine what happens next moving forward for us. 
that if we take these gifts and we use them to our advantage and we use them um, selfishly and we use them in a dishonoring way to God and ourselves and the people around us, um, if we take that person and we are dishonoring to them and we are hurtful to them, if we take that extra money and we become uh, reckless with it, then I believe a lot of times God is like, why Why would I continue to send more if you're going to be so reckless with the first gift I gave you? And I believe the reason Hannah ended up with so many kids is because she she honored the first gift. She passed the test of that first gift and she said, God, because you gave me this, I'm returning it to you um, because I know that if you did this, you can do more. You know, we talked about money last week with tithing and tithing's a good picture of this is like, is bringing your first fruits. It's a biblical principle in the Old Testament where people were challenged like, hey, when you get your harvest, um, bring your first fruits, your best to God, because if it's from God and you believe it's from God, then he can only provide more and better if you trust him with it. And I believe in our life, we have to be we have to be conscious of this, of this understanding that, hey, when God blesses me with something, how can I make sure that I'm going to be honoring to God with it? And not even just honoring to God, how can I be honoring to myself? How can I be honoring to the people around me? Because if we take these blessings from God and we 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 bless to bless, um, so God blesses us so that we can bless others, when we practice that, I believe what God sees, He says, hey, I see someone that can be trusted with something, and so I'm going to continue to trust them with more. And the Bible says this all the time. It says, you know, him who can be uh, trusted with little can be trusted with much. And it's a very important principle for us. And I want to challenge you today. Are you honoring the gifts that God has given you well? Um, have you ble- been blessed to bless others? Or have you been hoarding it? You know, maybe you've been making these promises to God of like, God, you know, I wanna, I'm going to do this when this happens and this and this happens. And maybe today's the chance to say, God, you know what? I'm just going to honor you in it. And I'm going to believe that this is from you, even though it's difficult and even though it doesn't seem easy. Uh, because I believe if it's from you, that you can continue to open up more doors like this. And I've experienced it, and it's a supernatural principle that I've really seen come to fruition in my life. And I want to challenge you to practice it in your own. And I want to hear it, and I I want you to reach out to me, and I want you to let me know, um, you know, what is the gift, what's the test that you're experiencing right now that God's blessed you with that you need to bless someone else with? Um, Tell me what this means to you. I believe that there are specific areas in your life that you're like, that's what this is for me. I want to know what that is for you. And I believe that God can be speaking that to you right now. Um, So reach out, let me know. Um, But listen, remember, the first gift is a test. God blesses us so that we can bless others. And if we can be trusted with little, we can be trusted with much. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today. Lord, thank you for every person listening to this. I pray that you bless them abundantly. Um, Lord, that you gift them immeasurably. Um, Lord, and that you help them honor that gift. Lord, the first gift is a test. And Lord, if we pass that test and we honor it well, I believe that you only want to pour more blessing upon us. Um, Lord, that's the promise of Malachi. Um, it bring bring the tithe. And we talk about money, but it's more than money. Um, Lord, bring, bring our best, bring our gifts to you. And if you, we do that, Lord, if we bring our gifts to you and we honor you with them, um, you promise that the floodgates of heaven will open up and you'll pour out more blessing than we can contain. And Lord, so we ask for that. We ask that we honor your gifts well. And Lord, that you honor us in that and that you would continue to pour out blessing, Lord, so that we can continue to bless others. Lord, we thank you and we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen.
Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.